Updating. Five, four, three, two, let's roll! I gotta have like a 40 out. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awful, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh yeah, you specified. <laughs> hey, what's going on? It is episode 198 of the Hayman Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. So all the uh, shirt orders, uh, zip-ups, the t-shirts, whatnot, are in the mail. Today is, what, Wednesday the 5th? Yes. So people should be getting definitely by tomorrow. No doubt by the end of the week, so... Excited. Are you? I'm gonna support my new suit. Yeah, I wear my old one all the time. I'm, I'm like running the, out of Hanukkah presents for like my son, the, so I'm gonna give him one. <laughs> <laughs> this is day. Seven. You were gonna get this. How does that work? Do you, you start with little and work up the big, right? Or do you start? No. There? So I think I told you, like my family used to do, and my mom, my mom heard me talk about this and said that's not the case. But like every year, one of us would get like a, an exceptionally nice gift. And it would switch off. She remembers it differently? No. And I, well, yeah, she just goes like, oh, well, we didn't, everybody got a good gift every year. Um, but I always, in my mind, it was like every, somebody got their really good gift and um, it didn't work up to it. It was just, sometimes I guess you work from top to bottom. Other times you work bottom to top. I don't know. I mean, with us. You don't have a strategy. I pa- Well, I told you my wife doesn't wrap anything, so I wrapped all my daughter's presents. But then again. Oh, right. Explain that for newer listeners. So my wife has a, now she tries to say that she does it because the environment. Because my, da- <laughs> my daughter's on one of these stupid, like, no straw because they kill turtles kicks. She's so my going to save like, the oh. world by not wrapping presents. She's like, oh, I don't want to. But I'm like, if you look right behind you where you're sitting now, there's like 15 things of wrapping. I'm like, you already paid for them. You already bought the wrapping paper. So don't buy more. I get that. But let's use the stuff we have. So she will basically take like a, you know, like a jewel bag, one of the plastic ones, and like wrapped up, just toss it on your lap. like yeah, 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 But yeah, it, yeah. I mean. Paper can just be recycled or burnt or whatever, right? So is that... Some people take it off careful enough to reuse it. But I mean, in what way could you unwrap a present and then choke out a baby turtle with it? I, I have no idea. I mean... I mean, I've tried. Clearly, it's, it's because she's being lazy and doesn't want to do it. I just so love that she's going with that, though. I wrapped all my daughter's presents. My son, like, we're still... Because, you know, he's at that age where he's like, uh, I don't know what I want. I don't want anything, you know? And it's like, if you buy him, like, a T-shirt, it's like, oh, yeah, a T-shirt? Really? That's what I got? So it's, it's, it's just hard. For? Yeah, it's just hard to. Well, like last year, um, you know, he was still doing the um, the video, like YouTube videos and stuff. So oh, we bought yeah. him like up green screens and like you know right. stuff to do video stuff. And this year, um, it's more wrestling centric. I think last year too, we bought him like headgear and like really nice shoes. And he, I think his shoes. I remember you talking about nice shoes. Yeah. So uh, you know, this year it's a lot more like he got an Iowa wrestling hoodie. He got you know just, that's the kind of stuff he wanted. Was like you know some novelty wrestling t shirts and. You know, stuff like that. But um, my daughter specifically knows exactly. I want these LOL dolls. I don't know if you know yeah, what they oh, are. Oh, I'm aware. So it, All the kids' toys now are crapshoots. It's like you buy it. Like yeah. It used to be like if you want if you want to buy Orco from He-Man, you buy the Orco guy. Right. Or if you want to buy Man-at-Arms, or I'll just keep going. If you awesome, want to buy man. He-Man, if you want to buy Battle Axe, He-Man, if you want to buy... Ba- a case, in the rare event, you wanted to buy something that wasn't He-Man. But you just would pick... Now all the toys are like, hey, buy this egg, break it open, 
there's toys inside, you may get your favorite. Or you may it's, get the one you already have. You may get the one you don't want. Like, right. Yeah. No, it's it's crazy. Like half of the, it's either that or the, all the board games now are like games of chance. Like, oh, the egg broke on your head uh, or the shaving the pie cream, in the face. pie in the face, uh, water spilt on you. Each game is like, there's um, there's very few words. Like, here's how you play the game. It's just sit down. It's all Russian roulette for kids. Well, that's because I think a lot of it has to do with attention span, too. It's like we're not going to sit down and have any kind of real rules. Right. Because parents don't want to spend the time with their kids playing an actual board game that takes time to explain. So let's just crank, yeah. uh, crank this, roll a dice, do three cranks, and if you get a pie in the... Uh, we have one that's a toilet. You flush the bowl. You roll a dice. Toilet trouble. I have that. Yeah. Or you flip it and it looks like a toilet paper you spin roll. Spin the TP. Yeah. Yeah. And then you press it and eventually like piss water comes out. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. Actually, you could use it as an adult, like, you know, like drinking game or whatever you could, because it's just like a little prop. Oh, you should, we should put whiskey in there. There you go. I thought you weren't drinking anymore. I, I saw on Twitter before uh, we get crazy. Yeah. Let's address that. Okay. And again, is this one of those like, uh, uh, <sighs> cries for help or you know hey i put this out there or is it i put this out there because i drank too much and i had a hangover or is it the i really haven't i'm going to attempt to make an honest go at not drinking you're drinking water tonight but i'm assuming you drank beer before that i wouldn't put a ton of uh credence in the last one that you mentioned but no um it was a little mixture of all this not necessarily a cry for help but listen when when you like i went on a bit of a uh I had a rough night. I went on a bit of a bender. I can't go into details because it'll make me look like a, an insane person. But uh, it was Frank the Tank came out, right? This is again after you just told us last week Frank the Tank came out and you lost your watch. and yes. yeah. For- <laughs> yeah. And then after you, you left no the idea. podcast that night, you had drank a few and then went and ran after you were intoxicated. I did. I ran five. No. Yeah. I ran five miles. You after ran through the quad. I ran, yeah, you say jogging, I say streaking, or vice versa. No, dude, (laughs) that's kind of why I posted it. You know, it's like sometimes you just say, like, self-affirmations, is that the term? Like, like, Like wake up. It was for Be good to people. Enact change. Yes. Sometimes, I mean. But don't change what you're saying, just enact. (laughs) I think that uh, sometimes that's good. Right? You're going to remind yourself. I think it is. And then you're also hoping be. someone else sees that and goes, you know what? That's a good idea. But yeah, even even the one you just mentioned is still, it can be good. But like, it was sort of, I had, I had to say something out loud in some fashion because I had, without going into details, it was- <laughs> You might a, as well. It was a very expensive week. Not, like, not the booze. Mm-hmm. Like, I damaged things. I lost my watch. Right. Stuff came up missing. Like, it cost me a lot of money- to be Frank the Tank this past like week and a half it cost me a, more than I am proud of. So I was like, listen, being hungover is one thing, you know what I mean? Going out and like, okay, you partied too much. That's okay. Yeah. I obviously need to lock that up a little bit, but I was like, at this point I was like, I was trying to come up with the decision. Do I, you're referring to last week. I went to a Mensinger's concert and I went Frank the Tank and I lost my fancy smartwatch. Correct. Yeah. So I was debating, do I buy a new fancy watch? And just this will kind of, you know, I've paid for it twice now at this point because I'm an idiot. Um, well, I made a couple moves that made it like, well, you're definitely not going to pay for that watch now because you're not, you can't pay for everything just because you're Frank the Tank. So, so what I put on Facebook was kind of like uh, to remind myself and just to, so I don't know, I thought it was funny also, but <laughs> I need to chill. I'm not saying like I won't party, but 
let me just say when you're talking about losing I need Uber money, gift cards for Christmas. So my wife, my wife <laughs> and I had uh, talked about our so our both of our birthdays in December. Both, uh, she's a Sagittarius. I'm Didn't a Capricorn. Did you just have your birthday like a a year ago? Yeah, no. remember when I said yeah? Your birthday I mean, lasts forever. Well, so this year, um, for my wife graduating from masters from a masters program, we went to Florida. Mm-hmm. And then we talked about you went to Hollywood, Florida. Yes, and then we talked about um, going. We wanted to go to a concert. We saw that Alkaline Trio was going to be in Chicago, and they're going to be at the Metro, and that's a pretty big deal it's for us. Be awesome. So, like, that's you know, that's a show we don't we we that's one of those bands we both really she likes agree them too, on. Huh? Yeah, dang. So uh, I was like, hey, do you want to try to get these Alkaline Trio tickets, and that'll be like a. Uh, you know, communal birthday present for us, like holiday present, birthday present. We'll just get these tickets, and they were like thirty-eight dollars a piece, which I was like, that's a pretty good deal. But yeah. with me, it's like I have to drive to the city, park. It's it'll go thing. out to dinner, go for drinks. It'll it'll end up being expensive. And we all know your wife's dinner has to have three different establishments, right? Yes, she has to eat at like several different restaurants for a time you go out, and and then have a little bit of a lot, and then leave a lot. For nothing on the table, but anyway, with that being said, uh, she's like, "Yeah, go ahead and buy them." So the tickets go on sale at like ten o'clock. I set my alarm at like ten o'clock. My alarm goes off, and I go, "What the hell was my alarm? Why did my alarm set?" So by ten o five, I'm like, "Shit, Alkaline Trio tickets!" So they were playing, I think, at the time Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, By that, by five minutes after, it was completely sold out. Like you would use the Metro's website, um, and they you, I couldn't refresh it. Fast. It kept on saying like, "Hey, Damn. this website's not communicating right now." And then there was a note under that said, "If that's the case, just keep trying because that means it's like it's completely bogged down." So um, it was all three shows were sold out immediately. Wow! And so the tickets went from thirty eight dollars to for for all. Then I had to go to StubHub. It ended up being like. I want to say two hundred and fifty-eight dollars for two of us. That's the worst, dude. StubHub, all that stuff is like that shouldn't scumbags. Be a thing. You know what I mean? Scumbags. Because you know you they went on a, and bought like you know fifty tickets or one hundred and fifty tickets or whatever. Predicated on just vulturing, like yeah, it's crazy. No it's crazy talk. So then I was like, well, hey, I mean, I really like Alkaline Trio. I'm assuming they'll be around at some point again. Like maybe we can see them in Indy or like you know Wisconsin, like somewhere. But like I, I just can't see pay, paying two fifty for. for yeah, live it up, it's your birthday. you know, whatever. And so that's what she says. Well, you know, it'll it's our birthday present, and you know, we'll just it'll it's fine. Just buy the tickets. You and would I'm spend like, it in some other fashion, like while celebrating. She's all, and I've said this before. She's always of the mindset of like spend the money on experiences rather than like. Gifts. That's me. That are going to get put in a drawer somewhere. That's or, 100% you know, me. Yeah, that's how I am. So I do that. And within 10 minutes of that, here's an advertisement for a Thursday show they added because three shows for $38 uh... again. So then I'm like, well, hey, maybe what we'll do is we'll sell those Saturday tickets for the for the money we paid. We'll buy the Thursday tickets. And then she's like, no, I don't want to go to the Thursday show. Forget Thursday. You know, day. like, yeah, I don't want to go to that. Like, the Saturday show is going to be popping. Because yep. Friday night is going to be like, hey, we're in Chicago, warming up for the Saturday show. The Sunday yeah. show, people are going to be like, let's get this over with because we got work in the morning. Yeah. So Saturday is the sweet spot. I think you're right. But I just want to go Regardless of Alkaline Tree or any other band, I am so tired. Like, I, I just, 
I don't understand how these bands, and that's why I like like Fugazi, and there's a lot of these bands who only sell tickets through their own website, and they're like, hey, we're not passing the... I think Pearl Jam was one of those bands, too, in the beginning. Yeah, I, know I don't they, know if they, they are took now, on Ticketmaster like, in some big event. I don't so remember I, how or why they did it, but... Due respect I shouldn't when it comes say to I, that. I know why. I just don't remember how they went about doing it. But that's that's part of the thing is like with the music industry and, and people like doing digital downloads, nobody's buying CDs, nobody's buying records. I mean, obviously the hipster people are buying records and it's it'll make a small resurgence, but it really won't do anything to tip the scale. Like these guys, the, the bands aren't making, uh, you know, a cash grab on people on, on the like resurgence of vinyl. It's just no. not. So it's all just ticket sales. Yeah. Oh, actually, for the and band, merch. it's probably merch, merch. right? So but they don't sell that much merch. Do they? I mean, but that's all cash in hand. Yeah, you know, most of it's like, hey, twenty bucks buy a t-shirt. They've like boxes and boxes of t-shirts, right, and it's right, just like right. how much that stuff's really getting reported to the IRS. <laughs> right. So right. that you know that gets you from from A to B. But um, I it just it blows my mind like how that's not been somebody hasn't stepped in on that. Like you know what I mean? Been like StubHub shouldn't just be a thing. Well, I mean, I just feel like. For the artsy fartsy people of the world who are like calling out every kind of injustice on everything, yeah, it's like a good this point. isn't the inju- you don't want to fight this one because we all agree there's no one that isn't behind like this ticket gouging thing. Nobody who would stand up and be like, well, I mean, we have to understand they're trying to make a living too. This yeah. is the one scumbag thing that everybody can agree on. I, I, I'm, I'm really. I would love to hear somebody, and I'm sure there will be somebody, to pop up and, and, and argue on the other side of this because it's it's ridiculous. We need to worry less about like the wrapping paper and the straws that are going into turtles. I don't want any straw to go into a turtle, but more than the turtle, I want the ticket gouging to stop. I mean, especially because I feel like uh, the arts are it's it's just like organized religion. It's like people people they're just going to stay home rather than pay like these crazy crazy prices. Plus. I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about, and we, we brought it up before about when you, back in the day before, you know, there's this much social media, a lot of times you would hear a band and unless their album cover or they were like a ma- mainstream band who was in like, you know, whatever teen bop magazine or whatever these magazines are maximum rock and roll. You, you wouldn't necessarily know what the band looked like unless the album cover had a picture of the band on it. Yeah. So, um, I, I and that made ins, may inspire you to to be attached more to the band and go like, hey, I like this band's music, but when you have record album covers and posters, it's like you can really go all in. Like I I know I have every picture of yeah Michael yeah, yeah. Stipe, I have every picture of you Marilyn know, Manson, yeah, whatever it is, you know. And so I think you 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 tend to attach yourself more, and it means more to you when you have like <laughs> some sort of. Uh, it's funny you bring that up, dude. I I had a very similar semi-racist. Hear me out. Semi-racist thought today. I always listen. Do you, do you know who Meek Mill is? That's the guy that was with Ariana Grande. What? No, that's the other guy who killed himself. Other rapper. Oh. I do know. Who, oh, that's Mac Miller. So Meek Mac Mill. Mill no, this is Meek Mill. I saw him. I think you might have found a way to make it more racist. He walked down a box or at a ring walk, and I don't remember who it was. Maybe Adrian Broner, and it was terrible. It was terrible. Mac Miller did? No, Meek Mill. Meek Mill. Yes. Are you sure it was him? Yeah, positive. Yes. Okay. Now, is he from like the Midwest? I think he's like East Cincinnati Coast, or I think he's East Coast. It's it was definitely Meek Mill either way. But okay, well, I think he dated somebody popular, but that's not the point. The point is this: I was in the gym 
and I was tired of my normal routine, and Meek Mill had a new album on, so I said, all right, some of us some beats left too, whatever. So I'm listening to Meek Mill's new album. It's fine. I'm enjoying it. I'm liking it. I'm four or five songs in, and I'm looking at the, you know, when you when you do Spotify, like, it'll show you, like, the album art. Right. And I don't, I don't know why my brain went here, but I'm looking at Meek Mill. Okay, there he is. I'm going to show it to you. I'm looking at him. He does not. I mean, it's only a parcel shot of his face. Like it shows like his eyes and like a, I don't know, a hat or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe headphones. I got a weird kaleidoscope. It's on the sideline of a football game. Yeah, it does. Well, my thought was he's got like a mustache, nothing crazy, no icons. Right. He looks like a normal dude. No stars or crosses on his face. No face tattoos. He Maybe he has them. I can't see him. But he looks like a fairly normal dude. So, and I've been watching a lot of those like practical, like impractical joker, like prank type shows. And I was thinking, I had the thought, I go, boy, I kind of like this album. This is cool. Like I'm, I mean, like whatever. I'm just a few songs in, I'm enjoying it. I'm lifting. And I was like that. And then I thought that, that guy looks like a regular dude. And then I just thought, what if, oh, and then he was on ESPN too, doing some interview and he looked like a normal dude. And I thought, wouldn't it be weird if like. If that dude came up to me like on a subway or something, was like, and I just brought had a conversation with him, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm Meek Mill, I'm the rapper," I would have zero percent certainty certainty whether he was messing with me or not. <laughs> like, I, I wouldn't know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't I don't know why I thought this was racist. I guess it's because he looks normal. So what I'm saying is, if like a normal looking black dude came and was like, "Yeah, I'm a famous rapper," I'd go, "Oh, sweet." Like, I wouldn't right. know. For sure, if he wasn't. Yeah, but I mean, you could say the same thing about a dude wearing tight jeans and cowboy boots, and he's like, "Hey, I'm, you know, whatever." Some I'm a country. A- add whatever hillbilly name you want. Well, that's not funny. You don't make jokes about white people. Okay. No, but like, but I was just like, I don't know why it was weird to me. I just go, "This dude looks fairly normal," and I would have no way to tell. So you have to get the face tattoos. And you sure. have to have like your grill in. And even then, but I just felt like a poser. I'm like, I'm enjoying this music, but what am I going to do? Get it, Like you said, get his album art, look at it and be like, I know Meek Mill's face, like just sight on scene. Like I, uh, you know, that like you put him in a lineup and be like, yeah, that dude's definitely uh, a rapper. And the other guys, I don't know, just some dude. You know <laughs> well, what I mean? Like, well, uh, do you think that's why like Post Malone and them started doing that? Because they're like doing all this stuff to their face because they're saying, hey, look, in this digital world, people aren't getting album art. So when they do see me, I better look fucking crazy. I mean, it worked for Kiss. It totally. I mean, if you think about it, it's like that's their own unique. It's like there is no. You know, we constantly (laughs) are complaining like, "Oh, Hollywood, Hollywood is so unoriginal, and no one's doing anything original." So it's like, what's left besides putting a star under your eye or a, you know, it snitches on the beaches again. Yeah, well, somebody saw it, and they go like, oh, I'm going to do like a little tiny tattoo here. Next guy's got one on his forehead. Then the next guy's got, you know, five tattoos on his face when, you know, yeah. it's stupid. But I'm really respecting Meek Mill for not having face tattoos. Well, I'm going to find out like the left side of his face that isn't in the photo. <laughs> the it's, whole thing. It's like, uh, what are those guys? Like, they're like the Mexican gangs. Like, think about how- Sorry, he's like lizard man on one side of his face. You just can't tell. Think about how crazy we all thought and how Mike Tyson was when he got the face tattoo. That still holds and, 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 up, though. And, and, that is legit. But right away, people were just like, this guy's crazy. And Mike Tyson was just like, hey, I like this face tattoo. What are you going to do about it? He's like, no, that's what they do in prison. And now it's like, well. But his is like tribally. It's not like a, most of these ones look like they're done with ink pens and like needles. You know, they're, they're tiny, are... like they're, they're, they're one off. Yeah. Like, your buddy did them. 
where Tyson's yeah. is actually one. I'm not saying it's great, but I'm like just, people don't get like big pieces but, on their face. They'll but, get like a little flower or their name, like writing. But that's even more. He was the first one to get like, um, who's the dude from Moana? Yes, I don't know, but I know who you're talking about the, the Rock, Samoan, the Rock, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, I didn't see it, God. but I know what you're talking about. You didn't about. see it? No. I only saw I, I, I didn't either. Kids well, I saw it like 47 times. My mom just asked me the other day, are you going to go take your daughter to see Wreck-It Ralph? I was like, no, I'm, I'm a grown-ass man. Are you serious? No, I ain't going to see that. Well, we'll tackle that That's later. That's what grandmas are for. But Tyson was the first one to get a full like piece mm-hmm. Well, that I saw that wasn't in like... Yeah, you know. for sure. I mean, who who was a, probably one of the most known faces worldwide, if not... So does it make me lame... Or lame slash racist. If Meek Mill sat down next to me and he was like, "Yeah, Meek Mill," and I'd be like, "You're messing with me." Like, I wouldn't even. But I mean, you're still better than me because I'd be like, "Who?" I'd be like, "Wait, aren't you the guy that did a shitty ring walk?" Yeah, but I'd be like, "Yeah, I know." He's like, "No, that's that's Mac Miller," and I'm like, "No." (laughs) He's like, "That's a white." Aren't you the guy that slept with Ariana Grande? He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, Uh, so then you're Mac Miller? No, (laughs) I don't. Still not. I'm pretty sure Mac Miller slept with Ariana Grande. Well, they were dating. So I'm just making that assumption. I don't know wrong. what they did together. That's their business. Yeah, true. But the point is they uh, they spent time together. So yeah, I just thought it was weird. I was like, without... It's just funny that you bring up album art. Because I was like, without album art... And it's the same thing when I went to see the Men's Singers a couple weeks ago. Like, I watched it, and I always thought the one guy was the singer. I'm watching it, they're taking turns. They're they're going back and forth. They're both singing. Well, a lot of people think Ted Nugent is the singer. Ted Nugent's a guitar oh, player. He's just a guitar player, yeah. And and so that blows a lot of people away because like, oh yeah, if you say Ted Nugent, people are like, Wang, go to tango, or they're like, can't <laughs> right, scratch fever. Yeah. Like that's actually not him singing. You know, that, does anybody right? know who actually sings it for him? No, nobody knows, right? No, There's no way to it's tell. It's probably that that, that black lady that uh, CNC Music Factory kept behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> In lieu of the the guy with the slick braid and turtleneck. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know what's funny is like, since Ted Nugent just played the guitar. I wonder how heavily he's still waiting on the lyrics. Like when they're doing, is, oh, you have to. You is have Stranglehold to... the one where he's basically like talking about like he's just gonna like choke a chick out and uh, I know the name. I know the name lends itself to that belief. <laughs> yeah, probably. But like if you were to Google the lyrics to Stranglehold, I remember they're really, really sick. I think that most of his songs are because he doesn't do drugs, doesn't drink, so that's what his he hunts. That's, that's his, his drug. Thing. Yeah, but I mean more than that, he he's, he was a lady killer, or at least you know that that was his. That was his drug. He likes to strangle him <laughs> with his love. <laughs> but, like, what I'm saying is, like, if you're... Okay, Ted Nugent is the star of that band. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're just... Well, wouldn't you argue that Gene Simmons is the star of Kiss? No, I always liked the, the cat. I didn't dude. ask you who you liked. <laughs> well, that makes him the star for me. Well, the star, the is, star, the star is actually Paul Stanley. The star baby is the star. Yeah. Right? Paul Stanley will always be my... My star and Kiss, uh, but the point is, is when people think of Kiss, they think of Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons is the face yeah, of Kiss. However, yeah. Paul Stanley is the main vocalist. Pete of Kiss. Wentz for Fall Out Boy. What it's always I? the bass player. It's like, well, if Whenever I'm not going to be the player, singer, then I want to be like super flamboyant. Or... <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. No, what I'm saying is like, if you're Ted Nugent is the famous one, so nobody to this day has ever found out who actually sings the, the band the lyrics in, that, in the Might band be Bernie Toppin but I'm wondering if that guy's like alright dude like you get all the fame your name's on the shirt it's okay if I have to stand behind this curtain while I sing like uh, Maynard from Tool I'll just hide in the back wearing platforms he goes but I really I'm really set on these lyrics that I wrote for Stranglehold and then like I wonder like Ted like wrote them and like read them and just went like Nah, no, no, no. That's not nearly violent enough. Yeah, like, give me that. Yeah, hold my beer. 
this it says here I come again now baby like a dog in heat tell it's me by the clamor now baby I like to tap the streets oh, uh, blah, blah, blah. Let me see. I'm trying to find out it's the, nonsense the... I don't think you're right I think it's just nonsense dude well he says I crushed your face remember the night you left me you put me in my place got you in a stranglehold you're gone I crushed your face <laughs> well that was <laughs> pretty like, like what if the guy was like hey I wrote this song and it's called like loving embrace or something like that and he's like and you, you play that remember that cool riff you play like dun, 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 dun. you do that song and uh, and then He's like, all right, sounds cool. And they start practicing. He goes, hold on, hold on. And they're like, what's wrong, Ted? And he goes, can we change this song? Like, can we change, like, the theme of it to, like, where I crushed the girl's face toward, like, toward the middle of it? Like, if you're, like, I guess what I'm saying is, like, how much do you weigh in? Yeah. He's like, can we go somewhere between loving and brace and firing a flaming arrow into her chest cavity? And he's like, well, how about we strangle her face? Last night I crushed your face. Sometimes you want. Sometimes you want to get higher. Sometimes you got to start low. Some people think they're going to die someday. I got news: you never got to go old. It's just nonsense. He's gonna. He's gonna kill this woman. It's just nonsense. For he's sure. Not, I, who does it say the but lyrics? But this started are by? off as a love song. Because it should say music by lyrics by. No. Uh, songwriter Ted Nugent. Oh, okay. He doesn't let anyone. <laughs> he doesn't give anyone. He's got a stranglehold on on he all the does. on all the um. What do you call it? Content like that? Mm-hmm. What do you call it? He's like a, a content creator. I don't know. No, but like they, they say, like this or whatever content. Uh, yeah. I you know what I'm talking about. Yes, yes. I can't. Something think. creative. Creative. Uh, I don't know if that's it. But my point is, I wonder if the guys like listen. Like I said, like I know this is your band. You're on the shirts. Can we? Pl- These lyrics mean a lot to me. They're about my wife. Can we please just keep it? It's called. It's called. I want to hold you in embrace. Mm. And they start playing. He's like, I can't do it. And he starts like, like, I'm killing this guitar riff. All I'm thinking about is crushing a woman's face and smashing her. I mean, it if you heard that guitar sense. riff, I think that that's more apropos. Yeah. But he is the guy on the shirt, on the shirt without a shirt, if that makes sense. I mean, he's saying he's with gonna... the With the headband and bell bottoms, no shirt, though. Well, he's, he certainly should be the one steering the ship. I, I don't disagree with that. I don't... just think... I think if the guy's gonna sing the song, he should maybe he should think he should get to weigh in on it a little bit. That's just so I don't know why I get talking about speaking. Ted Nugent, speaking but. of names, uh, would you ever take a girl home to your parents with a dude's name? Like, where do you draw the line? I mean, names get crazy nowadays. But like, say that one more time. Would you date a girl? This and her. This is her with legal her name? legal name. Yeah, like Bobby. Is that I got, hot? I got is arrested cool? with a girl named Charlie once. Is that? Is that the, Did you know char, this? Char, Did you bring this up? Because no, of, no, no, no. Just kidding. How could you? Yeah. Well, I should get arrested. Regardless, would you date a girl or be in a relationship with a girl with a man's name? Yeah. Like Bobby. I was good friends with a girl named Bernie, too. What? Yeah, we used to party like crazy. Like, her name is Bernadette. Bernadette. Yeah, so but that's we, not all, what I'm we all called about. her Bernie. But that's Bernie. not what I'm talking about. I still am. She's, she's, she's that's great. not what I'm talking about. That doesn't count. Oh. Like, if a girl's name was Billy. Billy. Yeah. Like, Billy Holiday. Dude, you got to be super hot to be Billy. Yeah. Or super talented, right? I mean, I don't know. I'm asking you. Yeah. Well, Charlie um, was was nice. She was was, was she, that her name was, or was it like Charlize? I don't know. I don't know. I'm we talking just, about your native, your we name. We all call her Charlie. What if a chick's name is Johnny? No. No? No. I, I, I mean, don't think you can. <laughs> I think at that point, like... If you really like this person, you you just have to go like Jay. What's up, you, Jay? Now you have to be like you're my like 
little bird or something. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to come up with a nickname. So, like, like Ter- how, how's, how's my girl? Terry's cool, right? Doing. Terry? Yeah. No, that's worse than all the ones you've mentioned so far. <laughs> Terry's the worst, yeah. What about Frankie? No. See, no. this is crazy. Like, with all the crazy names that they, they name Melody and, like, that are actual girls' names. I would think of Frankie Munoz, mid-lovemaking. Mid it's the only... Fr- what about Frankie Goes Which out? would add a few minutes and I would become a hero. So then, yes, I'd like to change my answer to yes. What about Lee? Lee? Lee. <sighs> I guess. I this was crazy because it's a game changer. Oh, is she Asian? No. Okay, That's her then, first name. then also, yes. <laughs> I don't know, really. Yeah, I don't know. No. So I'm just wondering, because I was thinking about this today. I'm like, what if you had just an obnoxiously hot chick and somebody introduced you to her? Like I said, her name was like (laughs) a dude's name. That's a power move. That's like when a really good looking girl cuts all her hair off. Mm -hmm. Like we've talked about before. It's like showing off. That's like Charlize Theron goes like, everyone goes like, you're the most beautiful woman we've ever seen in the world. And she's like, oh, yeah. How about now? And she cuts her hair off and you go, yeah, still. Yeah. I mean, like, I think I liked it better before, but still, yeah. Like, that's a super hot chick move. Like, Natalie Portman's done oh. it. Katy Perry's done it. Katy Perry was bald? No, not bald, but like, like, like cut it all off. You know, like, like a pixie. Dude, that's, you like, cannot compare to having a pixie cut to shaving your head bald. Well, Natalie oh, Charlie Theron did shave it she bald. Did. And sort of Natalie Portman. Well, because she's, it's a power, power move. That's like extra. She's like, I know all the hot chicks doing it. Hold my beer. Yeah. Uh, so you're saying, though, a name to could- To more? A name, yeah. Yeah. A name, though, could be a no-go, just based on the name. Like, if you were like on- a, real, like, like, say you like were going to go on a blind date, and a dude's like, listen, I don't want to really, like, all I could tell you is, you know, like I said, uh, her, na- her name is Frankie. Hmm. Or her name is, uh, her name is, you know, Bobby. Like, if they go, dude, you're going to love it. She's just your type. She's smoking hot. Um, But they did name her Russell. Yeah. Well, that's where I was going with this. Like, at what point is just is it too ridiculous? You know, like, people name their dogs, like, Mike, because they think they're cute. Yeah, hey, it's my dog, Mike. Right, right. Fuck you and your dog. Yeah. I mean, oh, like, so I knew once somebody had a dog, and they called him D-O-G. Yeah, it's so, like, that's so because it spells, you know. Well, somebody, back in the day when, when I used to do the podcast with Nick, we had this, he, he was telling me this story about how he went over to somebody's house, and he went to sit down on the couch, and they're like, oh, that Schmitty seat, which was the dogs. They like literally when he went to sit down on a piece of furniture, like, hey, dude, mm. you can't sit there. That's the dog seat. So you know, people are, you, you know, I just can't. I like dogs, but I don't like people with dogs. I'm down to two cats, and I'm trying to whittle it down to just the goldfish. Like yeah, any best, day, any day now, yeah, I'll be free of those blessings. Yeah. You know so I mean? my question to you was: is like how how could a, a manly name for a woman? I like just, I I like to say like for for comedy's sake I'd be like oh I could never um specifically Russell would be a deal breaker cuz I, I I hate a person named Russell but like other than that oh I definitely could come up with one that was worse than Russell other, no but other than that like like Vince it's oh, <laughs> oh man but see you're going Italian too that's I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I want to say, like, no, there isn't, because you go, that's weird. That name's strange. Yeah, but could you date a chick a named Vince, name. especially in this day and age where people are gender fluid, and you'd have a lot of explaining to do. What if she if you insisted thought, you know, Maybe to. you don't need to explain, but... What if she insisted on, like, no pet names? Like, don't call me sweetie. My name is... Vincenzo. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, it's, it was named after my grandfather. You know, normally they'd be like, her his name was Vincenzo and she's Vincetta. Yeah, and she's yeah, like, yeah. no, we we wanted it, we wanted it to be we legit. It from yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's actually Vincenzo. No, they're like straight up. No, like, listen, uh, my dad didn't have any sons. He wanted to name somebody Hank. That's just how. That's just how the. <laughs> my dad wrote. loved the Sopranos. He named me Artie Bucco. Uh, <laughs> is that going right. to be a problem for you? Right. I mean, can't you get past it? It's you could call me whatever, like your cute little pet name. I but, can get past almost but, anything. But you know, we're in the doctor's office and they're calling for Artie Bucco. Not that's they're her like, first Artie, name is Artie Bucco. The whole no, thing. no, no, Artie Bucco. It's a first Artie name. Bucco Smith. Yeah, Artie Bucco Smith. <laughs> right. like, oh, I was expecting something else. <laughs> I think it's, it's got to be pretty. It's got to be pretty. Uh, uh, I mean, I think it's. She'd have to be. What's in she'd name? have to be wonderful. She'd have to be a pure delight. I like yeah. if Cheryl Scott's name was Artie Bucco. You know, I feel like in the last probably year, we every now and then we we hit on these topics that are so misogynistic. <laughs> but I feel like this. It, I don't I'm gonna think keep, it is. I'm going to keep doing it because I think it's funny and I like it, I and like I that. and I don't think it hurts anybody. And I think like you know. Good for you. This is this is the time to have a little pushback. You know what I mean? This is somebody the era of the has to, We got to hold the line. Yeah, it's funny. Somebody's got to hold. It's the funny. Line. Just the, the the same way I would like if some dude had uh like you ever meet those guys named Carrie? Well, yeah, no, or, it's, or it, uh, yeah, Sam, or, Chris, yeah, or like, well, I mean, Avery again, is that those a dude? Are short I don't know. Names. Yeah, Avery. That's another one. No idea. I sure as heck would want to be an Avery. But here's here's why it's not misogynistic because if it was a dude with a chick name, we'd still make fun of it. Oh, for sure. So yeah, we'd probably even go harder. On are it. we jerks? Yeah, but, but we're like, saying not, that not we would literally mine. throw the prospect of dating a perfectly good woman out the door just based on the fact you wouldn't well, not be friends with a dude, dude named. You would named not Avery be either. friends with a dude named Carrie. You'd be friends with him, so yeah. you could have him around to make fun of his but name. I would make fun of him. Yeah, oh, without a doubt, obsessively, without a doubt. That's well, the- I'm glad that you're holding a line because I saw something on Facebook that made me think of this is weird stuff that's apropos today. I saw something on Facebook, and it said a real. This hit home. This hit hard. It says because I don't like my manhood being slighted. Just because I went to two jujitsu classes. Well, when and you got put it out hurt. there, you know. yeah, I guess so. Again, well, you know what? I'm man enough to take it. So let's have that. Uh, I saw a Facebook article, and it said a real man never. I don't know if it said makes fun of or insults. It probably said insults. A real man never insults or makes fun of his wife. Even if it's a joke, and who wrote that? I don't know. I think somebody like made up the meme, mm-hmm. and then somebody like reposted it. Oh, and there was like a funny comment underneath it. Yeah, girl who posted it's a very nice girl. But there's eight hundred comments of like, "Yeah, you go, sister. I was an abusive." And it's like well, that. There's a Grand Canyon. Oh, be- for sure. There's a yeah, a humongous chasm between. There's a trip to here from Mars. To. Don't don't make fun intent. of don't make fun of your wife. Uh, you're not a real man, even if it's a joke. I you, I just thought of that because you said, "Hey, I'm going to do it because it's funny," and I was like, "Good for you." And as soon as I saw that post, I was like, "Yeah, a real man shouldn't wait." Hold on, though. Even if it's a joke, right? Anything's okay. If but it's do, a would joke. you would you want to be? What have I, what have we already said today? That was. Would you want to be married to a woman who couldn't take a joke at her expense? No, I'm asking. <laughs> would, <laughs> would you want? Would I'm sorry. you want? I'm not saying. I'm saying. Would you? In theory. Sorry, I forgot where I was. <laughs> yeah. I'm. My wife. I spend the as you know from listening to podcasts. You. 
my wife, when we were going to uh, Florida for our vacation, she asked my son if it was the Indian Ocean we were going to be visiting. And my, you know, so are you not a real man if you make fun of well, that? I'm like, you have a master's degree. She's like, yeah, nursing, not geography. Yeah, they didn't cover which which bodies of water. <laughs> right. So, I mean, in fairness to her. And then and then I made fun of her. She goes, I, I didn't say it out loud. I was just thinking it in my head. I go, well, how did I hear it? I mean. You were thinking in your head. Any, I don't know no. where we're going with this. Yeah, you're we but, all we all heard you. Everybody in this room heard your head. But I do this with I got a guy at work who uh, I know, for instance, some something specifically annoys him. The sight of another person just annoys the shit out of him. Mm. So myself and another guy were like, we're gonna get coffee cups made with this guy's image on it. The person he doesn't like. Love it. And and and, and it's and, a real friend. You know too. those pillows where you go one way and it's all gold and you go the other way and there's yes, like an image. they're like sequins. Dude, I'm going to make every screensavers, mouse pads, whatever. I'll, I'll go, I will go this in This is somebody debt. personally that he knows? Yeah. And so my- it's even better. Another person came in and got themselves involved in the conversation. We're like, hey, you know, nothing for nothing, but you know, there's something between, you know, it's just not that. And, and here's my thing. This is something specific to like the animal kingdom. Oh. And if you are a manliest, the manliest lion, say say the a, a mother lion, whatever they're called, lioness, mm-hmm. gives birth to a, a a beautiful lion, Simba, and that night the some hunter comes and poaches both the mom and dad lion. Now this lion is has to grow up by himself, doesn't know anything yeah. from anything, yeah, doesn't go around around meet other a lion, has no idea. He's got to meet a warthog and a uh, he or whatever, he's, yeah he grows up all around was. female chickens. Yeah. Which he probably eats, so that doesn't make any sense. But you, you get what I'm saying, like if yes. you, if the you, you just don't know any better. And for you to step in there and go, well, I don't know if that's the right thing. That's why I say, like these people nowadays who speak for everybody else. And as a hey, matter of fact, it shows the weakness in you. And now you may be up for. Don't you, you know, think? Maybe now you get a cup of coffee well, mugs. Well, it was like, hey, just consider, just consider not going so hard at this guy. And I go, no, because I'll tell you what, when I when I drop the ball, when I show my weakness, I expect. 100% this guy to come at me full force. I once made a dribble can for a guy at work. He got so crazy. What is it? Explain it. So a can. dribble can is when I, and I told you, you're I, not saying gerbil. No. Years ago, I told you on the podcast when I worked in a machine shop, <laughs> we played all kinds of the poo dollar and all kinds of different practical jokes. People go back and find poo dollars. One of my favorite stories ever. So in, in addition to that, you know, you, we bought these metatarsal boots, which were like, you know, $300 for a pair of boots. If you left them at work, they filled them with metal shavings or glue. I mean, uh, they glued your boots to the side of a CNC machine. I mean, nobody nobody was like, oh, you glued the boots. Now, we'll all chip in and buy you a new boot. No, that's it. No, your boots are fucked. You're you got, done. You got got. That's how it happens. They glue your locker clothes. They, you know, whatever whatever they could do. That's what happens. And that's part of team building. Now, I get it where people go, well, that's bullying. And and so if everybody's doing it to one person, it's bullying. <laughs> I love it. They're like, you, we, you, you say team building, we say bullying. But, but, Who's but, right? But I don't come from that. I mean, I do come from bullying, but, but yeah. as a grown man, like if you, it's, it's like law of the jungle or like being in prison, you got to come at, you, you got to, you got to give as good as you can take. And here's the thing, like if you crumple up and aren't met with any of that kind of adversity, even if it's in friendly, you know. I'm not saying like the crazy like hazing where people are getting like hurt and all that, but like you know like the normal stuff that like you're talking about, like a dribble can. Let me let me just explain. Like, so okay, sorry. basically what you do with a dribble can is the person opens their like let's just say their pop, their beer, whatever. So at the at the tip of the can, the part where you drink out of, you follow it down to where it goes in and then it bows out and then it's the body of the can. Okay, right where the bow happens, you take like a, a tack, something that you know would 
using a cork board okay. and you put a small pin. So what happens is when they go put their mouth on the can to drink, their bottom lip comes up to that rim and underneath it, there's a hole now and it keeps dripping on their chin. <laughs> so it's pretty clandestine. It's just not, no one's getting hurt over it. I like it a lot. But this, what happens is, is they will just keep wiping their chin off because they won't realize they won't like, how is this coming out? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> and I did it to That's a guy good. and instead of now the way to defeat a dribble can is either take a piece of tape and put it over the hole and you're moving on and everybody's having a great laugh or you put your thumb over the hole. And you drink it with your thumb over the hole. Yeah. This guy spazzed out so bad. He had like a one of those sixteen ounce monsters. And he literally opened up, we popped it immediately. The guy drinking a monster that's sixteen ounces spazzed out. Yeah, and he went he, he went crazy. He's like, You ruined my drink, blah blah blah. And I was like, Hey man, like chill out, it's a dribble can. I don't know anything about a dribble can, but this is ridiculous. You destroyed my property. Now it's you like do. holy crap, yeah. dude. Which made it funnier. Mm-hmm. At no point did I go like, Oh man, I feel terrible. Let me give you some money for a new can. I go, No. Don't ever leave. Now I'm going to do it to you every single time you leave because I got the reaction I'm attempting to get. And yes, people will say that's a bully. That's a bully way of doing things. And and, and, and I will say this. You're right. It is. But there is something to that. There's nothing harmful in that. I mean, hey, I expect that you're going to do it back to me. If you don't, that's on you. I don't know what to tell you. Do you agree? Am I like totally off base? Well, I don't think you're totally off base. Not not only that, but when you... I'm not making fun of a dude about his religion. I'm not call- talking to him about his sexual orientation. And you're not, I'm not like just slapping his books out of his hands and kicking him in right. the ear. It's you know it's more right. fun than that. So there's something about being able to take a ribbing. Someone's teasing you to be able to take a joke and not fold up into a, a ball of emotion. Mm-hmm. Someone makes a dribble can. You laugh about it. You get them back. <laughs> right. um, or you go, oh, that's awesome. I'm gonna do that. I can't wait till the next guy comes in so I can right. dribble can it. Or you drink it super fast and you show them that it didn't mm. bother you. Like you know what I mean. But there's something. There's a strength to being able to take a emotional, verbal, and sometimes physical punch. Like there's a strength to that. And now you are not the bottom lion in that pride anymore, dude. For eight because yeah, you years. got a dribble can, but you're. You're able to handle the dribble. The guy that can't handle the dribble can, he is, I still feel like I'm saying dribble, he is at the bottom of the pride. Sure. And everyone is going to, when the carcass comes, he's going to get like, he's going to have to eat like the butthole of the of the well, animal. Well, so some people would go, well, you know, a guy like that, I, I wouldn't even, you know, if we're making fun of you, that means we like you enough to care. I agree with that. But a guy like me goes like, if I get that kind of reaction out of you, I'm probably going to do it again just because, you know, the rest of I get to make everyone else laugh at your expense. But the kind That's of person that get... will make a dribble can also will probably be honest with you in more facets of life. You know, Carol always talks about, like, why would somebody, like, you need a friend to not let you leave in those boots. Absolutely. You Like, you need Absolutely. a friend that won't let you leave in the house in those snakeskin boots because you look like a fool. And if everyone's so nice to each other, you'll go out there looking like a fool. Now you're, this is detrimental to your... Now you are getting damaged. Oh, I'm the first guy if somebody comes in wearing goofy glasses or a, a funky hat or a stupid hairstyle. And again, I guess people could do the same to me if they felt that, that I was doing something. I, I Those are the kind of friends I always surrounded myself but, with. Yeah, and that's a good thing. That's what I mean. Because right. even if it's... It's like a beta test. So like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now you may go like, I don't care what you think. I like this hat and I'm going to wear it whether you like it or not. Like okay. my kid in his Russian hat. Fine. Good. I'm still gonna make fun of it every yeah. time I get every chance I get. But at least you know you're getting legitimate Yeah, feedback. You're getting real feedback. So yeah. like so if when you're gonna you do poo people... dollar or dribble can, that person will also be like, Yeah, that outfit looks like crap, or if it looks good, it looks fine. But you'll know it's for real. You and I don't see eye to eye on tons of stuff. But when I have something legit and I bounce it off of you, I'm like, Dave wasn't bullshit and like whatever he told me, he meant it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. Like with those tapered pretty... sweatpants. 
Yeah, and uh, did I I'm stop never, wearing them? No, because again, you then you make this judgment. You go, if I come over here with these, I'm going to hear about it. My sister-in-law. Because I'm not going to be the bottom line in this pride. I'm going to wear my sweatpants. <laughs> she, when she was married, her husband, he Steve, who used to do the podcast with me, uh, he would constantly, not to not to set me off, but everything this guy wore just annoyed me. The way his he grew his beard, the way he, everything he did was just sort of like, I always felt like he was kind of like my, my little brother in a way to where I didn't do it out of malice, but I literally pulled no punches. He was like, a little extra. Yes, but he would he, he would come over and my sister-in-law, I, the minute he came to the door, I'd, I'd rip on, like he'd be the kind of guy that would wear glasses with no lens in them just because that was like the cool thing to do. What? He was he was smoking one of those electric cigarettes long before vape. Like he was, had an oh, electric, okay. but he still smoked cigarettes Where, did too. Did he ever wear goggles? I like would, on his head? Yeah. Uh, we went to Comic Con and he bought the uh, what are the what, what steampunk steampunk goggles? Yes. <laughs> so yes, and I remember Perfect. every time my sister in law she would walk in the door behind him, and I'd already had started on him. She would go, I told him, I told him not to. Wear, I don't know why he's wearing it. You know, like the guy would wear like a a Cubs jersey but an IU baseball hat or some like I'm like, why are you wearing? He just you can't have to, that. He just wanted to take it on. Well, if you're gonna take it on, good, good for you. He was always a good sport about it though, so I appreciate it. Sometimes I feel yeah. like maybe he did that for me. That's a nice gift for a guy like well, that. Well, maybe he liked giving you the material. That's you know what I mean? mean. There are certain things I do where I work where oh, I, do, I, sure. I do them for sure. solely for the purpose of... Uh, it's almost like... The I'm same gonna, way you are on Twitter. I do it on Twitter, too. Yeah. I do it a lot. And like, where I just like, let me, let me lob, let me lob a, a, a fairly slow pitch right down the middle. Mm. I know you're going to hit it. I want you to hit it. Yeah, because I got love for the game. Yeah, I don't right. care if it comes back and hits me. Like I, it's fine. Yeah, I don't and think I I've do ever seen in, you in get like life. super crazy after you've done that. Like you know, all of a sudden you're like truly angry. I do get upset sometimes when I lob one and people think that I don't get it. <laughs> like you know, like it's one of the worst things when you tell a joke and someone so, like rewords one word and then acts like it's a joke they just came up with. It's like I, like the <laughs> I said that that's my that's my joke or that's my because that's I'll be self deprecating. But if you turn that around and word for word say my line at me like you're coming at mm-hmm. me, that I can't stomach. Yeah, no, that I cannot handle. It's not good. I don't like it one damn bit. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Oh, you know, a, a couple weeks in a row. Um, well, hey, no, I'll save that for a second. Um, do you see your kid's homework? Do you go through it? I'd like to see. I mean, with with all yeah, the applications, we have at, we have the opportunity to look at it online. Uh, I mean, like grades. the stuff they bring home, like when they like your daughter's. Interestingly enough, my fourteen-year-old uh, never teachers never turn anything back, so he never really knows the grades, and he can't really speak to any of what he did wrong uh, on anything. So can't recall. No, no, it's weird. <laughs> so yeah, I find myself writing a letter to the teachers every quarter, like, "Hey, are we not going to be turning papers back?" And they go, "Yeah, just like we told you last quarter, we we do." Well, I don't know where they go where between they you. Yeah, where they go, and then at the end of the year, we go to his locker, and uh, there's everything's jammed in the, the bottom of his He's got locker. Like six folders. I'm like, here's the thing, but you nowadays you can't avoid being grounded because we can go online and see the grade. What all your test scores and stuff, right? Yeah, all mm-hmm. you're doing is hurting yourself when you don't bring the the paperwork home to see where you went wrong and oh. how we can make that correction. But my daughter brings home every single thing and has a hundred percent on every single thing, and my wife hangs fifty. 100% papers with the most beautiful handwriting of my daughter's. Yeah, and then, I might have no, saw one on the fridge one time. Yeah, I was like, dang, look at that. Nothing for my son at all. So uh, my thing is my my both my kids come home with stuff too. My daughter's 
got a little bit of work to do. I'm trying to not freak out about it. I'm trying to just go like, listen, they're young. That's you know what I mean. Hmm. If if they are graduating high school and still making backwards S's, we should probably address that problem. But for now, I think that's a pretty typical thing. If that's like that specifically too, because my daughter would like write some letters backwards. Well, my kids are—they're not like like they—they they will just throw in uppercase when it should be mm. lowercase, and just yeah. you know, back their handwriting is pretty atrocious, both of them. But like, I always look at it and I see it through rose-colored glasses, right? Because they're my kids. So like, when he brings home an art project, I'm like, "This is a really great piece of art." Like, I don't know. If no, it is it's a or piece not. of shit. I mean, <laughs> so so I go through their stuff. Well, the other day I'm going through my son's folder and I'm like, "Whoa, dude!" Because he usually does pretty well, but he'll miss a couple. You know, he doesn't bring home all hundreds, but they're they're decent. He's, I don't know, top sort of percent. So I'm going through it and I'm like, wow, this looks really good. And it's like, hey, use these words and get, use these letters and give us example words. And he's writing words I've never seen before. Like him write before. I think I've seen him before. But like, <laughs> it look, his penmanship was impeccable. And I was like, wow. And I'm looking at these big words and, and usually he gets his math problems correct, but but they like chicken scratch. Right. Like I know he knows what it means, but putting it on paper just looks crazy. And I'm, and then I see his art picture. It's like this ice cream cone. And they use different pastels and chalks. And I'm like, dude, this is like, we should put this on the fridge. This is legit. You did a really good job. And then I peeled through the last to, to see the back of the ice cream cone. And I don't know who this kid was, but it, <laughs> it sure as hell wasn't my kid's name. They sent the wrong stuff home. So I had been spending like two minutes going, oh my God, like you you did great. I'm like, hey, I'm like calling like the family, and he and he took it all in. Right? I'm like, we need to get him in gifted and talented class. Like this kid, what are you? Why are you wasting time in first grade? You should let's bump him up to third or fourth grade, and let's get some bigger books. I don't know why you wasting time. And he's with- standing there watching you with all this adulation of knowing when he's looking at the stuff that's clearly. Yeah, right. he's just going like, yeah, pretty sweet. Huh? I'm awesome. Like, look how good I am. You know, and I'm and then finally I forget the kid's name was uh what it was, but uh, I don't know that it was a name I'm used to hearing. It may have been. Sanji, something close, you know, something, something, yeah, we're in monster. So it was something I couldn't pronounce. And I was like, oh, so I went from like thinking my kids like gifted and talented. I looked at it and I was just like, this kid's in the same class as you. Like, what are you, what, what are you bringing me home? Like, what is, I went from, are you shame? Oh dude, I went from going from like, I went from going, you're like, but we definitely need to have a play date. I was like, yeah, it's like, listen, uh, this kid's parents are, they got it right. I was like, listen, son, you remember all those times when you brought home like your artwork and I was like, this is great. I love it. I love what you do with the eyeballs. I was like, erase all that. Forget all that. Um, do what this kid's doing. See, Forget everything I told you. And by the way, fix those S's and your P's look like shit. I'm going to need you to lock that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, um, you know, like when you like, well, you don't have cats, but if a cat, like my dad, like when, if a cat would poop in the house, my dad would like rub the cat's face in it. Yeah, he like smashed his face in it, so like he knew not to do it. Mm. I t- I took Sanjay's ice cream cone, and I was like, "You see this ice cream cone?" And I like, rubbed it. I was like, "My poor kid had like all this different chalk all over his face." I was like, "You see this? This is what an ice cream cone looks like." I don't know what that. Uh, see, you brought me a Down syndrome light bulb or some picture. I don't know what it is, but it sure as hell in an ice cream cone. Sanjay draws an ice cream. I cone. see. I already looked past my kid immediately when you start telling the story, <laughs> and I think I I guarantee I would have turned to my wife and been like, "Hey." Get out the pen and paper because I'm writing the teacher a huge letter about how much I appreciate Sanjay and how much my kid's a piece of <laughs> shit. You're like, I just wanted to let you know, next time you guys do a fundraiser, throw an extra 10 in there for Sanjay. But for one brief moment, I thought my child had an opportunity to go places in the yeah. world. 
until yeah. I really, and, and yeah, I'd say I'm also going to be sending back the 10 already, you know, cut to size pictures of my kid, uh, that I got this year. Can you please send me five of Sanjay in return? I have, uh, there's some family photos. I enclose them in this folder. <laughs> You'll notice that my son's face is cut out in all of them. Can you just find any, the best picture you can find of Sanjay? And can you please right. Photoshop him? <laughs> right. I appreciate that. By the way, tell Sanjay, I, I guess I got his Christmas presents. I hope he celebrates Christmas because I got him some stuff. Yes. Uh, well, I, I tell you, um, I that's one thing I do all the time. I cannot help myself when I see these opportunities to to do this shit in public or in print. Or I, I went. You to, think I should write something what, to the teacher? Without a doubt. Like, I just want you to know. Um, next time we have a parent teacher conference, can I just sit in on Sanjay? <laughs> right. <exactly. laughs> just sit here with him. My kid. will be at home. My kid will be at home eating a Lucky Charms again. Uh, I need to come in and talk to Sanjay's parents. The uh, I went to a party on uh, this past weekend, and I was the first person at the party. Of course, I was there like twenty five minutes early before the party started, and Why so do you like do literally, that? I was like like the bar opened. Nobody wants you to do that. And uh, I had to take an Uber to the bar, and which was in Crown Point because my wife was at a birthday party for my daughter's friend. She was at like a seven year old birthday. So you were party. smart. So I'm like, hey, instead of having two cars there, one of us is going to have to take an Uber. And my wife, and dude, it was 38 bucks from Dyer to Crown Point. But anyway. How'd you get the same Somalian pirates? Or 28, excuse me, $28. No, I did not. However, um, my wife was like, I really don't want to take the Uber, especially like locally. And it's a long distance and I don't want to be alone without you in the Uber. So if anyone has to Uber, like you Uber. And then I said, well, you're not going to know where to park in Crown Point. You're going to park in the wrong place. So why don't you take the Uber? And she's like, yeah, but... I mean, it's it's some not that I think it would, but you know, it's kind of creepy and something could happen. She got spooked from Hollywood. And I said, yeah, but 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 you might park the car in a place that could get towed. So, uh, what's the chance of somebody attacking you in an Uber? You're in the back, he's in the front. Just sit in the back. And she's like, can you just take the Uber? And I'm like, I mean, I'd rather have the car parked in a place. I mean, it's a, you know, I mean, we only have two cars. Why is this fear of towing so prevalent? I don't know. Uh, So anyway, I took the Uber and I get there and I got there. I thought the earlier I took the Uber before peak time, you know, that's why I went a little bit early because yeah. I'm like, you know, at peak time it goes up, the price. I know that. So I get there. It's By like the time 20, I order Uber, I ain't worried about nothing. 25, I've never done one locally. But anyway, so 25 minutes early, the guy walks, this, this is no bullshit. This, the, the only, there's maybe two people at the bar and I'm sitting at the back of the bar that they've like cornered off of the party. And the bartender comes back there and he goes, hey, did you want a drink? And I go, well, yeah, I, I would like a drink. Um, he goes, well, what do you have? And I go, well, what do you got? And he goes, well, what do you drink? And I said, well, uh, I don't know. What do you guys have on tap? And he goes, oh, uh, no, we don't have anything. And I go, well, what? Like, you don't have anything on tap? He's like, no, we got, you know, bottles. We got this. He goes, what do you like to drink? And I go, I'm I'm not sure what's happening. I go, I, I would like, and he goes, well, I mean, do you like domestic beer or do you like, um, like micro brews? And I go, well, do you have a beer list? He goes, no. And I go, well, what do you have? And he goes, well, what do you like? And I go, I don't understand okay. what you're saying. This went on forever. Yeah, it was like, a, who's on first? I go like, dude, I don't get it. And he goes, well, I, I'm not going to run down the list. He goes, I can't remember everything. It's in a cooler and it's got a glass case where you could just yeah, go. I'm up not and look. asking you to remember it all. I'm asking you to show me so that you don't have to remember. Yeah, it was the craziest thing. I'm like, well, can't, if you didn't have a beer, if your bar was so shitty, it didn't have a menu of what you have. Why wouldn't you, as a waiter, now you've been in food service, write it down. 
So you could, because I've seen waitresses go, okay, these are the, the mirrors we have. These are the I ones we don't have. at that point, you go behind his bar and you go, I'm going to, I guess I'm going to have to go take a look. So I go, hey, I go, honestly, dude, um, I don't know if it's a cash bar situation for this party or what the deal is. And I go, and, and I know you've seated me in the party area, so I don't really want to buy a beer, not knowing if like this counts or not. So I go, could you just give me a coffee? And he goes, well, our coffee no, makers, but he see, goes, our coffee maker's broken. And I go, did your coffee maker break today? And he goes, no. And I go, well, see, that's a problem. Because if you knew the coffee maker was broken, why didn't you go get another coffee maker? Oh, now you're managing the job. Oh, I was pissed. You know, and I'm like super irritated about the whole thing. So I walk up there and I look in the cabinet and I go, you didn't uh, the glass cabinet. I said, uh, I don't know, buddy. I go, I go, just give me a um, a Bell's Two Hearted. And he's like, all right. He gives me the Bell's Two Hearted. I give him a five dollar bill. He goes, all right. He opens the cash register, shuts the drawer, and he goes, all right, thanks. Oh. Never tells me the, how much the beer is, so I don't know if he took his, a tip for himself. Oh, he had to have. I'm assuming, right? Unless you gave him the perfect amount, it happened to be $5. That's what I'm saying. When has it ever been $5 on the nose? Because even if the no beer's nothing. expensive and like you only say you only got like 75 cents back, they would do that passive-aggressive thing where like they give you your quarters. Like, yeah. Here's your lousy, like what you're, you you keep it. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. So I didn't even, this guy had one on me because I was like, I don't know. You just shut me down. So I was like, oh, okay. He's like, you so get no coffee. Bucks, the beer like, costs whatever you hand me. So the rest of the night I was going around telling everybody how the coffee machine was broken and how I was blown <laughs> away and how I thought, I thought I was so <laughs> clever by telling him like, if it did, I go, did it break just now? And he said, no, it's been broken. I said, then you have no excuse because you should have went and got another coffee so maker. Good. And this guy, I thought I was being clever and this guy could not. I don't know what you say. He could not have cared less. He c- could have cared. He could not have. He cared could not less have cared because less. he cared such a minimal amount that it could not have been less. But yeah, that's how it was. And he was wearing. <laughs> if I remember, he was wearing a beanie inside. I'm like, you wear that for the whole day. What's it's the age of this fellow? Inside. Describe About this 22, fellow. 23 years old. Oh, beard, what beard? I'm picturing old dude. hoodie sweatshirt at his job. You know, okay. if you're in the service industry, you should be wearing like one of those bar things, like the saloon guys wear, where that wraps around your arm or yeah. whatever. That's the Maybe only th- a, one of those funny mustaches with the wax tips. That and a barber is the only time I accept that mustache. And I, even with the barber, I get upset by it. But I'm like, all right, you really take your craft seriously. You know how I get, man. When when it comes to like being an employee of a company, like you represent the company, and this guy represented the company poorly. So I was going to break out my Yelp, mm. and then I'm like, you know. There's nothing that could, if this is the way this business is being run, <laughs> there's nothing I can say or do in Yelp. There's nothing funny about any of this. This is help. not funny. Uh, well, thanks for bringing funny. it up. That's good. Yeah. No, I think it's funny. It's good. No, no I mean, it, it isn't funny right, how right, terrible yeah. the business is being run. Like, there's no laughing matter. Just, I just feel like every time, I, I would love to be in that, like, I'm not a bar scientist, but I would love to be like that John Taffer-esque guy who just comes into every business and just regulates. First thing I would do is, uh, this guy's out. Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. The D-bag. The D-bag that doesn't know what we have and takes- and has me walk up from the back of the thing and look at the the clear glass container. I can't believe he assumed. Like, hey, here's five bucks. The beer is five bucks. Like, that's- Yeah. That's, I, that's I usually balls, don't. I usually dude. don't go for anything like that. That's but he, he shut me down. I have to admit, I was just like, I don't know. What do I? You do could now? have said, Hey, what does that beer cost? Where's my? I could have. Yeah, but I was just. I was the only person in the bar. You're getting and like I was boogers like, in your beer. Just, this is just weird. From then on out, you're getting boogers in your beer. Well, and dude, then people kept buying me beer, and I kept on going. Listen, I don't really drink, so don't buy me beer. And people were buying rounds, like hey, round for for Smitty and and Coop and, and yeah. Dave. You're gonna get. And I go, hey, I really don't want one. And they, ah, what are you drinking? Just, uh, what are you drinking? And I'm like looking at my wife, like, what are you drinking? You know, and then they bring me one, and at one point I'm drinking one, and the next guy goes, "Hey, come on, man, you've been you've been nursing that thing. What, what can I get you?" Yeah, dude, I'm don't spend the money, bro. I don't want another beer. Like <laughs> they I don't want know how much you to have fun. 
That's not how I. Uh, I They're don't get down. Like that. I don't get, get down like to that. get out of. I don't your... get down like that. They want you to be un- unstuffed. I wonder now if I wore a shirt that said like straight edge or something like that, would that make me? Would people understand? I'm just not fun and don't buy me. Stop a buying me vegan beers. Straight edge. It just says stop buying me or like. Like the go like with the Ghostbusters. Yeah, well, I mean, f- like beer. Like I said, just... if I felt if I was walking around with a coffee cup in my hand, people would be like, oh, "Apparently, this guy's got a drinking problem. He's not going to drink any alcohol." They would think you're hiding your booze and pretending well, it's coffee. I doubt it, but probably you know, more of a problem. I well, just get tired of fighting people about not buying me beer. I'm starting to come up with a list of things when I'm driving that are like almost road rage, but then they go right. Like there was there was the time when mm-hmm. I was merging and I didn't think the lady was seeing me or I was gonna get two car accidents and I looked and then she was just jamming to her music and I didn't get mad. I actually was like, you know, it was an old Indian lady and I, she was getting down her music and I was like, you know what, you're right. Let's just start dancing. Let's do this. Um, and there was another one too because I'm starting to accrue a list of them, but I, I came up with a new one. I always get bothered when people blare their music super mm-hmm. crazy loud, especially when you're not moving, like when you're at a red light. Bass tapes. It's yeah, when it's like traffic and it's just like it's crazy. I don't know what to do. Yeah, you see the the rattle. And it's so awful. falling out. I don't know what to do. Like I can't yell at each per I guess I could. I could yell at each person. Who most- does that now though? Because this day and age you see most people driving around with their headphones in, maybe blasting music, but oh, dude, you never hear still- music coming out of anyone's car. I'm not saying trunk. This mm. isn't like a ghetto blaster, you know what I mean? Mm. This isn't like eight oh eights in the trunk. Hey, but but- <clears throat> It was happening again, and I said, most people roll their window up, which doesn't work. It's not enough. There's just too much noise coming in. Or they pretend not to notice it, which I can't do. Right. I can't just be like... No, I'm always looking around. Like, how, well, many, I, how many cars deep is this jerk off? You can't... But I'm... Okay, so I'm next to this person, and they're blaring, and they're blaring, um, I don't know, some kind of like rap music, and I'm going, do. It's just... You know, <laughs> Rob Stein's just getting down. I'm like, hold on, fella. Let me hear that. But... I can't take that shot to my, like, I, I don't know if it's ego or just, I can't go on living knowing that that person gets to just do con- whatever they want. Well, yes, but but not only that, but that person convinced me to pretend I didn't hear what was obvious. It's like if someone just comes up and squirts mustard on your shirt and you just go like, I don't know, maybe it's not the exact same, but it feels like it to me. It's like if someone does that and you just go like, oh, I just didn't notice. Because like what you're doing is obviously bothering me, obviously bothering everybody. We're all pretending we don't mind. Now, you can like the music or dislike the music or you can go a couple, you can react a couple different ways. But what's not an option is pretending like you don't hear it. Have you ever heard music blaring like that and said, that's a damn good song, and rolled your window down and tried to find the station? I'm one ahead of you. Here's okay. here's my new tactic. And I've done this three times now, and every time the music has come down slightly and it ended more amicably. This happened in oh, by the way, it keeps having the same spot. It keeps happening in let, let me guess. Don't say where it is. Okay. It's on Indianapolis Boulevard uh-huh. in front of Meyer. Like right at the Burger King uh entrance right there. Oh, by where all that or forty is. Or forty fifth. Or excuse me, Main Street, somewhere between Main Street and the Burger King Meyer entrance. I'll say on, it's definitely between Ridge and Main on, okay. on the boulevard. That's where all yeah. That's so the time. That's the time where I almost got into that fight with yeah. that old man with yeah, my kids. That was the same. But that's thing. not why I thought that because I I've witnessed this same thing. Yeah, right it's awful. Area. So my new tactic: I'm three for three. It at least not saying it always fixed the problem, but I didn't get angry and I felt better. 
I now make a scene in a positive way. I roll down my window. I look straight at them until they look at me. And I start nodding my head like, like, hell yeah. Fuck yeah, I love your music, bro. You're looking like Stormy Daniels when you do that with your head. Is that right? I just want to describe side by side. No, that's not what you did. Okay. Like a cobra. Yeah, yeah. I do a cobra motion at them first to intimidate them, just on a psychological (laughs) reptilian brain level. But I roll my window down. I now now I've now I've taken care of the first part. The first part is now we both acknowledge that I hear the thing everyone else is pretending they don't hear. You just squirted mustard on everyone in this entire lane. None of them pretended to notice, but I knew it. So I look at them. Then I start, no matter how bad their music is, I start nodding my head and going like, yeah, like maybe, maybe even like bite my lip, like I'm into it. Two out of three times they turned it down. And I think they were just like, all right, dude, this is getting weird. It's, it's like an extension of me just staring at people and not mm-hmm. stopping. Like, so now I become this sociopath that stares at people in public, doesn't break the gaze. When they play loud music, I stare at them, don't break a gaze, and and start to, um, what's the word, con... Uh, like a chameleon? No. I was so stupid. Contour? I like my fucking vocabulary, dude. Uh, I start to dance. I okay. start to like mo- gyrate about. <laughs> Not gyrate, but I start, I start moving. And so now I'm just looking at people, not breaking eye contact, and dancing in my own car. This has happened, including the Indian lady, at least five or six mm-hmm. times now. Uh, it has not ended poorly yet. Like I may get shot one of these times or something. But I thought pe- you were gonna say you just turned up your music louder. No, because they I got a like stock stereo system. It's just not. <laughs> and even if I did, I would hear mine and theirs. Mm-hmm. True. So what I'm doing is I'm going. I hear it. I see you. You know I hear it. I know you know that I know that I know that you know. And every time it's you know what it's like. It's like when when you got tween kids. They're into. They're into Pokemon. Kids are into Fortnite, right? They're all playing Fortnite. It's like if you run in the room and go, oh, dude, I love Fortnite. Give me a controller. Within a week, those kids are going to be like, you know what? Fortnite kind of blows now. <laughs> like, I think actually Fortnite sucks. I think the... the so I go hard body karate at what they're doing that's awful, and they stop doing it. They just don't it. know how to react. It's almost like yeah. the equivalent of... Remember when Michael J. Fox uh, in Teen Wolf went in, and he's like, and, he, and he, the, his eyes glowed red. Just he stared at the guy, and of he course. didn't have to say. Of course, <laughs> his eyes yeah. went red, and the guy's like, "Hey, here's your beer." Yeah, that's pretty he was much mad because something that. Boof had said to him earlier. True. We still, <laughs> we still never uncovered the origin. No one's ever looked into this or questioned it. Kavanaugh I mean, is behind wrong people's about backs. Bert. People have. Was you that? know what I mean? I mean, b- behind like it, behind closed doors, people have talked about this. You, what? Why they named this character Boof. Would you date a girl named Boof? No. You wouldn't date a Charlie or a Russell. She was cute. She was super cute. And and she oh, had Boof the, was yeah, Boof was all right. But that's that's a game changer. <laughs> the but the worst is you don't his, date Boof? his straight laced white bread dad was like, Hey Boof. It's just like what? Come on in, Boof, have a seat. So that had to be a nickname, right? I have to go back and rewatch it. I mean, I I, I don't know how she got it. Don't want to know how she got <laughs> Her it. Her name was Le Boof. It's just weirder, like you were telling me when you were growing up. You every single one of your friends had a stupid nickname, and that yeah. your mom and dad referred yeah. to these people by their dumbass nicknames. Yeah. So Jiz- again, Jizzbop being the the top winner, I think your mom never uttered those words. Oh, she may have said Justin, but I'm pretty sure she said Jizzbop at least once. But There's not knowing Jizzbop, Carl, Fuzz, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But imagine that you know a young lady comes over and your dad's like, "Hey, Boof, come on in." Have a seat, Boof. I don't know why. I mean, they couldn't come up with a better name. Do you think they laughed in the writer's room? They're like, we're going to sneak this one in. 
They're sitting there at dinner and they're like, nobody else thinks it means anal. Nobody. <laughs> Not one of you. Again, it, I don't know that that's what that means. Dude, I didn't think so until uh, a certain person on Twitter told me that. And I was like, no, dude, Boof's from Teen Wolf. And they're like, no, they're talking about. They're like, yes and. The, yes and. <laughs> Not not only now I understand what yes and is. Thank you. Not only that, but it but, also but it also means other stuff. I just think that's 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 in the mind of the beholder. <laughs> I think it's in the mind of the receiver. Yeah. Well, whatever. Like you don't want to be on the wrong end of boof. Okay. True. So so just to to put a bow on that, I've given the listeners several free pieces of advice on how to deal with. Is that, that kind of a benefaction? I think it's more of like a. Like a philosophy. Okay. Like the Tao of Ben. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Just look at him. The make, Zen of Ben. Make eye contact. Look at him and be like, because then you can even start asking questions like, oh, is that Meek Mill? I love Meek Mill. I know what that dude looks like. Like, and you can start, you know, and they're going to be like, I don't want to talk about like. What Clearly, this is the fat boys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, you know what? That would be a, a good tweak on it. Just always guess. The worst. <laughs> like if somebody's listening to that Rammstein song, you can be like, is, uh, call me crazy, but is that the new Enya? Or no, that's Yanni? Weird El Yankovic? Yeah. He's Jewish, yeah. right? No, actually he's not Jewish. So yeah, I mean, I'm crazy and everything, but like, I feel like in the past year, although the world's gotten more easily offended, I'm We're coming finding, out of this. I'm finding ways to- Get rid of my anger and and make other people feel uncomfortable. And when I say we're coming out of this, <laughs> I guess it's a misstep because we were just talking about this before we started recording that Baby It's Cold Outside has been banned from a bunch of radio stations. Yeah. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer has been banned from being put on television. Cardi B's fine. Yeah, right, but baby, it's cold right. outside and not going to fly. For years and years, we could hear about people mowing others down with AK-47s and all kinds of... Uh, yeah. You know, all kinds of other great stuff. But uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is a bigot, or somebody is a bigot inside the cartoon that we- Is Rudolph a no-go now? Yeah, you didn't hear this? No, I just know the baby is cold outside. Which, to be fair, years ago, I was like, this dude is super pushy. Really? I don't even know the- Dude, it's creepy. I've never- never It is creepy, but I'm okay with it, because, like, whatever. But how is Mama kissing Santa? Like, my daughter said, we were listening to it on the radio, or it came on, or whatever, and she's like, said something- My wife started singing it, and she's like, well, that's- you have a, what about daddy? Yeah, why? Like straight up, like that's not that's okay. That's what that is, right? That's dad in a Santa Claus costume and mommy's getting on with him? I, th- I thought it was, I thought it was another dude. Wait a minute. What, but what's the, is mommy cheating on daddy with a guy in a Santa Claus costume? No, with Santa, the legit Claus. Santa. She's Ma- giving Santa Mommy cookies. really is getting it on with Santa. She's down there. He shows up. He wants the milk and cookies. No? I was under the impression, uh, I'm, but how creepy is I'm, that? I'm what's, fairly... what's less creepy? Finding out that your mom coming down and your mom's like tongue kissing Santa Claus or your mom That's and your dad problem. play dress up and your dad's wearing a Santa Claus outfit. And you now realize there's no such thing as Santa. Here's what I thought. Yeah, and I thought, at the I, same time. And he couldn't take it off before. Like mom was like, he was like, okay. What's I, the point of putting it on if you're not going to mess around with it? No one, no one saw you. Like you don't need to dress up as Santa to hide presents while your kids are asleep. Right. Maybe. <laughs> I guess there's this. You can go, well, in case they wake up, they'll see me in a Santa mm-hmm. Claus outfit. Um, but here's the thing. He goes, okay, I put all the all the presents are under the, if my hypothesis is correct. He goes, I put all the, I put all the presents under the tree. Time to get out of this funny suit because the kids didn't see me. And then mom goes, no, no, no. Hold on. Wait a second. Is that, is, do you really believe that's what it is? I think so. I mean, are you just guessing? 
I, I have no idea. I always thought it was Santa came over and, and uh, you know, he's tired of all the milk and cookies at the other places. Why are, you think Santa's just trying to... I thought it was a single mom situation, maybe. I mean... You think you know. Santa's just trying to, uh, you know... Yeah, he's taking advantage of a situation. Then he's going to touch stuff his nose a, and shoot, shoot stocking, right, right or... up the... Uh, Right up the old chimney. <laughs> He's going to stuff a stocking, put one over his nose and just... <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, I think... Uh, Listen, I once, think mom is, Bill Cosby... And mom the, is cheating on somebody with a Santa Claus costume. The, the whole thing came out with Bill Cosby. Everything got turned upside down. That literally was the beginning of the end. Because if you think about it, that's where Me Too, that's where a whole... I mean, everything... That one really hurts. I'm just saying, uh, it, truly, that's where everybody stopped for a minute and was like, wait, what? That's no different than if remember how when when Trump got in office he was like hey I'm gonna I'm gonna expose the uh, this Kennedy file and we're gonna once and for yeah. all know <laughs> we still don't but it's like like you say to what end like to what what, to what, 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 end? what good is it gonna do what how is it gonna benefit anybody let's just keep on living is blissfully ignorant right yeah I just I'm, I'm just I'm trying to find out the meaning because now you got me crazy it was written by a British songwriter Tommy Connor. It was recorded by many people, including the Jackson 5. This is not helping me. <laughs> Let's just go. You know what? Why You don't have to Google everything. No. Just, just say you're right. I mean, or like my... I'm right or you're, you know, whatever. I think that, I think that dad put the costume on and the kid saw it happen. And not only did the kid witness what the kid probably shouldn't have saw, because I'm sure spooning leads to forking, right? They saw mm-hmm. the whole thing. And then they found out. There is no Santa, and now I know that babies don't just come from storks. It, I mean, that's a lot of reality at once, dude. Yeah, I don't know who whoever wrote this. Why anybody thought this was a good idea? It's like these children's books. Like this you is... just like read it, them and you're like, why? Why didn't anybody spend any time at all? Right? You should be ashamed of yourself. This thing sucks. It's more sad than the John Lennon one about like, hey, Merry Christmas. Oh, you know, there's a lot it's... of people starving, right? <laughs> like, what? Well, you know what I mean? I guess Merry Christmas. I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna drink this hot cocoa, but now I feel like a, you know, fat pig. Yeah, now I feel like I want to go give a, a Nazi bell ringer a couple of bucks to, uh, to make somebody's Christmas right. The title of the song is a bit of a spoiler. Thanks to a meddlesome son who should have been asleep with visions of sugar plums dancing in his head. We know the <laughs> ma- we know the matriarch described in the song as locking lips with Chris Kringle. Uh oh, maybe it is getting on with Santa Claus. Uh, the lyrics describe the scene, but, but, but we know the lyrics. There's a lot going on here, so let's break this down. Children are notorious for having wild imaginations, so the entire scene could be So mom was able to fantasy. convince him just to go back to bed, and he dreamt the whole thing. Turns out that uh, it's just in this kid's head, and he didn't see anything. That kid okay. actually took, oh. a bunch, took a bunch of Benadryl. <laughs> yeah, right. And it was like, I saw mom, and it's like, no, that doesn't make sense. Why would that happen? Yeah. It no. wouldn't. You're right. Go back to sleep. Yeah, and he's like, and I'm pretty confident Santa's white, so I I just had to. <laughs> now it changes everything. Like I don't know what color Jesus right, was. Right, I don't know what it. color Santa was. Let <laughs> me cut this out. That's episode one ninety eight. We will see you next time. Later.